Hello and welcome into another episode of Two Cents Sports Talk. I'm your host, Adam Katulak, joined by my co-host, Brian Crum. Hey, what's up, Adam? Nothing much. How are you doing? <laughs> doing all right. I'm licking my wounds, but we're, I'm, I'm excited for uh, championship championship Sunday here. Yeah, we're in the same boat now, uh, both out of the playoffs, both looking forward to the offseason, the draft, everything yes. going in there for agency. What are teams do next? But we got a lot of we have a few games ahead of us this next weekend. But we're gonna start with a recap with the uh, Browns and Chiefs a little bit. Just a quick recap, maybe five minutes or so. Brian's gonna lead us there, and then we're gonna talk about our thoughts with the Chiefs going against the Bills, and then uh, finish up with the uh, Bucks versus the Packers. So with that, let's hear it, Brian Grum. Yeah. Okay. I'll try to make this uh, as fast as possible. I'll, I'll probably get hung up or go on some tangents, and you just call me on that. All right. But. This one uh, felt felt a lot like I was sitting in your shoes from from last weekend, Adam. Um, it kind of—I mean, it wasn't—it wasn't a fumble touchdown on the first snap, but it it was a first half that felt like, man, the Browns are still kind of cursed mm-hmm. because, uh, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs—they start off with the ball, they go down, and and they. They put some points on the board. They go up 6-0. Browns hold us to a field goal. And then Chiefs, they go and they have another good seven-play drive for 75 yards. Only takes them about four minutes. They go up 13-3. Then they hold the Browns to a punt. I mean, it wasn't uh, four and out, but, you know, um, it was only four minutes and ten seconds of possession. Then after that, the Browns, uh, you know, start to make a little bit of a comeback. I I think they hold the Chiefs to the field goal there. It was it was thirteen to three. And if the Chiefs scored there, I was gonna say this is game over. I, I really did. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I prematurely called it actually. Yeah. Um because then the Browns hold them to the field goal and I'm feeling good. Okay. This is the is all right. It's sixteen to three, and then the Browns on the next drive we fumble after moving the ball seventy four yards. Um, it was uh, that huge play to Higgins mm-hmm. that yeah. we yeah. we don't know why that's still a rule. I knew it from the moment it happened. I swear to you, Adam. I was screaming at the television. I was watching it with with three other guys. Yeah. And before the before the instant replay, I was like that is that is helmet to helmet and you can't tell me it's not. Yeah. And then they show the replay and and I was just thinking, no, this is another Cleveland game mm-hmm. where like we're actually clawing back and I'm like, "Hey, this is different. This is this year. This is this is the 2020 season, the year of Baker Mayfield and Stefanski and this is there's no way that he fumbled this ball. Yeah. But that was still helmet to helmet. Yeah. And then they go back and review it, and you see that, one, he definitely hits him helmet to helmet. But, two, he does fumble it. And if he doesn't hit him helmet to helmet like that, though, he would have scored that touchdown, no problem. Yeah, he would. I, I don't think so. He was okay. diving in. There's ball concerns there, ball security concerns there, but – Nothing like a helmet going to your helmet while you're holding that ball up, up yeah. tight, you know, near your chin. Yeah. So, uh, 
I don't know. Or he was probably reaching out, actually. He, he, he was, was reaching, reaching out. out. He was yeah. reaching out, but it, it, it's a questionable rule overall. Belichick teaches Going out team. of the end zone and yeah. then being their ball at the 20. That, I agree. I agree that, with what they said. The announcers, I think it was Tony Romo and them. Where it they was were Tony saying, Romo and Jimmy. You know, they, the Browns should be penalized by going back to the 20. It should not yeah. be the other way around. But anyways, not going to get hung up. That was kind of a tangent, but that was a big play. That that's, was a big that's play. That's that really was a turning what point. It up. There was two turning and points I, in this game, and that's one of them. Yep. Yep. So I'm, I'm fine with leaving it at that almost, where that, that, was, that was the game. And if yeah. we're trying to do this fast, that game, that play was the turning point. Um, Browns still hold them to a field goal, though. And it ends up three to nineteen. Um, so, I mean, at this point, I did. This is where I said it's over, and and I was wrong because we go through that. It was a nineteen to three first half, and it was a seventeen, no, fourteen to three second half. To three second half. Mm-hmm. So we won the second half. They won the first half, and we kind of got screwed over with that call um, at, to close out that first half and kill our momentum going into the into the locker room. Mm. But you could also argue that Patty Mahomes' uh, injury was unfortunate for the Chiefs, which I think would be a fair argument. And However, it was. it wasn't I would say that I think Chad Henney surprised even himself with how – how well he played because he came up big for them. Yeah. But those, those are, I mean, I think that sums it up, Adam. Yeah. If you've got anything else you want to throw in, go, go ahead and do it. But, or if you just want to talk about yeah. the Chiefs. So it, it wasn't, it was, I, I, I enjoyed the game. It wasn't, um, too bad the injury scared me a little bit just because I wanted to see best on best and I didn't want Patrick Mahomes to be hurt. Right. But I think it was more of like a choke out, hit the neck kind of thing. I had something happen with me earlier last well, year with that. I don't think it was a concussion. I think it might have been more of a neck kind of uh you know, no, knockout and thing and whatnot. Real quick, but I mean, Adam, go that's ahead. the thing. That's the thing that made me feel better about that too, where it, it wasn't like I didn't again, I didn't feel like a dirty fan where it's like Oh yeah, let's let's hurt Patrick Mahomes and get him out. It was it yeah. was it was an awkward play. Like he just got up and looked like he did not know where he was, and I couldn't really understand it. It was really interesting. Yeah. So I I had yeah. So I mean that was, I think it was more just a knockout, hitting a nerve or something in the neck, and just getting you out there. But I thought it, overall it was um it was a good game early on, you know, for the Chiefs, and then they got a little out of funk, but. They uh, Andy Reid went for on fourth down there uh, at the end to seal the deal with Tyreek Hill, and that was that. a significant play. And he's got, he's willing to roll the dice right. with Patrick Mahomes, with Chad Henney, whoever it is. So Jeez. it was a pretty impressive uh, play there. But going I off, I forgot it came down to those two plays. You're yeah. right. I couldn't just say that it was the one in the first half because it, it was a close game at the end there. Yeah, and you're right. That was a ballsy play where I feel like that's like the Pete Carroll though where. You know, Pete Carroll gambled on it in the Super Bowl, passed it across the middle, and yeah. uh, Butler jumped it. Yeah. But this one, I mean, who – I guess people might say that too about Pete Carroll. People do say that. But, I mean, Andy Reid looks like a genius right now. And and I think that he would be hearing uh, – I mean, he, it's just – he was flipping a coin. He was betting on himself, and he won. But, yeah. 
I don't know that you could really predict that that would. I thought they were. I didn't know what they would do. If it was Patrick Mahomes, I had a feeling they would throw it, but. Right. Um, they, because they did it all year. That's all, what all, makes all, it Every so time awesome. on fourth down or every time they need it on third down in the regular season, you think they would just run it? They've always thrown it. They've always been aggressive. So they stayed with that, which I thought was interesting because you wouldn't expect most teams to do that. And I think they're the only team I've watched this year that consistently has thrown it on third, fourth down when you could just run the ball and give the other team the ball back with like maybe just a minute left. So I thought it was really impressive. And I think that they'll carry that forward and they're going to stay aggressive. And it'll be interesting to see um, what well, goes on with that. It, what's interesting about that, Adam, is that it shows Andy Reid, you know, regardless of his quarterback, uh, either A, he trusts the quarterback, or B, he trusts the system more his, than the quarterback. weapons so, and everyone else that he has to throw. Yeah. I mean, Tyreek yeah, Hill and exactly. Travis Kelsey are two of the best at their positions. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was okay. We can end it with that. That was the other side. Now, I, I didn't like seeing uh, Tyreek Hill fighting with the, the wide receiver coach there. Yeah, me but, and Adam own him in our in several of our fantasy leagues. We shit. We we go. We we go uh, own a league. Yeah, but we also compete in other leagues against each other. <laughs> yeah, but, but I think that I mean him. Tyreek Hill is coach. a big guy for us, so it sucked to see that. And they, they were good, like, right after. They were, like, laughing about it or whatever it seemed like. So I hopefully it was just, like, a joking kind of thing, inside thing. But I don't know. It didn't look, look good. Like it joke. did not look good initially. So I was not – I was, like – I had, like, almost a, almost a pit in my stomach after seeing it. I was, like, that's not how you should be treating uh, another yeah. – uh, one of well, your coaches, one of the guys I, guess, I was with. Any, some, but, oh, go say that. Just it's, you shouldn't be treating your coaches or any other player or anyone yeah. else like that. So it's just, you know – Right, regardless uh, of the game. Yeah. Um, but one of my, one of the guys that I was watching the game with, he said that it seemed like he took too much pre-workout at the second during halftime. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I do remember people like snorting pre-workout in high school <laughs> just so that it like hit the harder for, <laughs> for football. <laughs> so I don't know. I can see that being a thing too, uh-huh. but yeah, the Chiefs are looking good moving on, and, and I, I really do have the Chiefs um, over the Bills. But but this one, Adam, tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why the Bills will make this interesting. Yeah, I mean, so, obviously it's interesting because it's Allen. I got you. I'll, I'll get you here. So um, the Bills, I think, think since week 12, have had the number one red zone defense, and the Pat, and the um, the uh, Chiefs have had the 26 best red zone offense so that's the big reason that i think it's going to be close it's going to be a close scoring game in my opinion but i think the chiefs are going to pull it out um yeah i I just see that happening they met up earlier this year and josh allen was their leading rusher for the bills um 42 rushing yards eight carries 5.3 yards a carry and recently the bills haven't been able to run the ball at all so that's why so I feel sort of cautious about like, you know, okay, they're going to be one-dimensional almost with Josh Allen having to do it all. But I do think that it could be close with the defense of the Bills being the number one rated um, red zone defense versus the 26th best uh, red zone offense of the Chiefs. I feel like they could keep it close. If they make them kick field goals, it's going to be a lot closer than people think, I I believe. But um, that's, that's what will need to be done to have the Bills um, stay in it. I, I don't... 
I do pick the Chiefs in this one. I think Patrick Mahomes are gonna, is going to be fine. Um, something else I need to be cautious about is the toe of Patrick Mahomes, more so the concussion or the protocol or the neck injury he sustained. I think that the toe is going to be more of an issue. How, how's his mobility, you know? Um, he looked fine during throughout the game, so I think he'll be fine. But I just want to make sure that that's – be confirmed that that's okay. And if that is, then, okay, it'll be a pretty high – powered offense but when it gets in the red zone and it's a little more compressed you take away the targets of Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey a little bit more easily since you have like the back of the end zone and you're compressing it a little bit more so I'm curious to see what happens there but I do think the Chiefs are going to pull this off but I think it could be closer especially if the Bills defense holds and the Chiefs offense has been stalling it stalls out like it has been recently well the I mean <clears throat> I, I told you to give me a convincing case but Looking at the box score, seventeen to three against the hot Baltimore Ravens and a hot Lamar Jackson. I mm-hmm. know he went out with that that concussion in the second half, but yeah. I mean, the it, it wasn't necessarily because of the, it's not like he was having a great game before. Yeah. It was the story is them holding the Ravens to three, despite mm-hmm. the Ravens having. I mean, the Ravens wore that defense out because they had. I mean, they're a rushing offense, so they they had 35 minutes of possession to 24 minutes mm-hmm. of possession for Buffalo. So that also just kind of shows what Buffalo is, though. Buffalo's, you know, it's 17 to three. It's not a big game uh, ball game, but it's it shows that hey, that's a passing offense, big play offense. It is, kind of yes, thing. it is. Stephon and, Diggs, very reliant on Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen to move the sticks. They don't have much of a running game, and they haven't had it I, recently. Why did so? This is the thing. Why did people sleep on Stefan Diggs this year? Is it just because it was kind of like, uh, you know, he was disgruntled in Minnesota, and then people didn't know if he was really proven yet, and people also didn't know if Josh Allen was proven or or what? Because I feel like Stefan Diggs was like the fantasy hero for for some teams this year yeah well he led the league in passing yards this year which was really significant but i feel like adam thielen and stefan diggs adam thielen took away from some of the yards and catches away from him this year he had like i think cole beasley as his number two so we didn't have a whole lot of other options around him and josh allen and him really had a good connection i think josh allen showed that i mean he's a better quarterback than kirk cousins won and then you have thielen out there so you need to get the ball to both of those guys compared to just stefan diggs having more of a pivotal role and a center role in the offense so I feel like those two things better quarterback and more targets more opportunities just will add up to more production no no but he was good with Minnesota I just don't I don't understand well where the disconnect was this year so I believe uh, before this year I think Josh Allen um had a completion percentage of 52 percent his rookie year and then 56 percent his um sophomore year second year in the season now he's had i think like a 67 percent this year i could be wrong on that one no but way he's increased a significant amount there so that's also he jumped more than 10 percent in, in one season in josh yes so he's that's um, insane i guess he is young and still still getting molded he didn't go to like a, a big time uh football program but he did go to a good a good college program right yeah like wyoming he went to wyoming so yeah was like, yeah know, he was in uh that was like games. wentz's division right oh uh, no that that same kind of region but i mean it's still like it's one but it's not 1a but it's still like i i thought that as well early on but it's i mean they're okay. really just it, it's you know it's a really it's smaller 1a one division same region one school, that's so. the only thing okay yeah but his completion well, percentage hey. went from 52 percent to 
59% to 69% this year. So he significantly wow. jumped there. So I think that you, know, you sleep on Josh Allen, you think, okay, same old, same old, or maybe a little bit of improvement, but he's improved significantly. So that's another reason that you factor in for um, Stephon Diggs' success there. Yeah. Well, that was a big tangent. Sorry about that, Adam. That's all right. No, but good. I, I think that, that does play into, hey, what we, what we have to watch this Sunday. And this mm-hmm. is why we're pumped. Because yep. we've got the young quarterbacks who who we don't know what their ceiling is yet with Patrick Mahomes, with, with Josh Allen, um, who have fast, uh, strong wide receiver ones with mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs and Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously... <laughs> The Chiefs are more established, and and this uh, is, I mean, what is this, their third time there? I thought they said This that. is Andy Reid's third, yeah, he's the first coach, I think, ever to be at, in three AFC championship games ever, or in eight, he's been to eight, three in a row, he's been to three AFC championship games in a row. I'm games. surprised Belichick never did that, but that's interesting. Um, oh, as the number one seed, I think. Yeah, okay, that sounds right, because I heard the same stat yeah. I think you're talking about, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, um... But no, no, it's 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 fun. Um, I definitely think the the Chiefs are more high powered uh, than or overpowering than the than the Bills. Yep. Uh, especially if they are the one seed and they're going to be playing in Kansas City and at the Browns game. I mean, they they had seventeen thousand people there, mm-hmm. so it, it it didn't look uh, like what we're used to. Really, that's one of the largest I mean, games of the season. If you, think I know, about it, right? so. I know. Well, if you think about it, uh, the Q, the well, not the Q anymore, uh, Rocket Mortgage Arena, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. It, it it hold well. The Q at least held twenty two thousand. So that's like a that's like an NBA game. So there's there's a lot of fans there. Um, it's not as condensed, but anyways, I do think that will play into it. And uh, these are both teams that can perform in cold weather. So yeah, they're both used I, to it. I, I don't. I don't see that being a factor. Uh, the only factor, I guess, is really um, was going to be uh, if whether or not Patrick Mahomes plays. Yeah. But and I think he'll be good to go. Um, the only thing we have to look at is his toe there. And uh, yeah. So final predictions. I, I have the Chiefs winning probably um, lower scoring game. Maybe uh, let's go. What's the spread? I think it's three. You know? It was three earlier uh, when I looked. Three. Wow. Yeah. So I'm surprised. That's a, that's actually. I guess there's the question mark around Patrick's health, but it's three. Okay. Wow. I would. I don't know. These games, playoff games, are different. Yeah. I don't know. I I would take the Chiefs, but I I agree with that three point spread. Vegas is pretty good because I would not sleep on on Josh Allen because he's a big play kind of quarterback, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he's a guy who might look defeated, but throw, connects for a 40-yard bomb with Stephon Diggs. Yeah. I mean, he just has that kind of arm. So and he's, and he's having that kind of season. He's that kind so, of year, yep. Yeah. So, I'm, so I'm, I agree with you. On, or I, I agree with Vegas on that one. I would give it to the Chiefs, but I couldn't – I wouldn't feel confident then on the over on that one. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna go um thirty to twenty four, uh the Chiefs. So I think that the Chiefs will cover, but I, I think it's I gonna like be really that. close. I think thirty thirty to twenty four makes a lot of sense. So yeah. that's what I go with there. And then we have um a huge matchup and I think it's the game of the um 
the game of the the weekend is the Bucks versus the Packers. You know, you have Tom Brady, the GOAT, six rings, and you have Aaron Rodgers, more than likely going to be MVP. Two teams, yeah. you know, heavily offensively firepower, and there's going to, I think it's so, going to be a great game. So I'm really looking forward to this. The spread is all uh, three and a half towards the Packers, so it's almost the same kind of spread, and I'm really looking forward to it. They did match up earlier this year. And the Bucks really dominated the game, thirty-eight to ten. But I think that was really caused by Aaron Rodgers have, throwing two interceptions in the second quarter because Green Bay was up ten-zero. It looked like they were gonna go away with the game. They were really dominant overall. They were running the ball well. But then Aaron Rodgers threw two like red zone picks, um, or two in his own red zone picks, and they just really um, turned the game on on the head. I think one was pick six, and one they got down to the three. So that's a fourteen-point swing right there, back to back too, uh, back to back. Um, series, so it really um, put them in a hole. So once that happened, they lost complete momentum, and then the Bucks ran away with it and scored the rest of the points for a thirty-eight to ten win. But I think that's going to be a lot different, especially up in Green Bay, uh, Tampa Bay team who um, relatively inexperienced, other than Brady, is going to go up into the cold where Green Bay's used to, and they're going to have to try to battle Aaron Rodgers, who's been really hot and has a run game now. So I'm really looking forward to that game. But Brian, let's get your thoughts on that. Well. Uh, I apologize. I, my, I wasn't listening to everything because I, I trust what you say. Yeah, so, that's fine. Um, I, I wasn't trying to be a bad listener, but I was doing my homework a little late. And yeah. I saw that, well, one, yes, I agree. This is game of the week. And I think that Brady has the game of the week two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we... I, I confused this with uh, with Drew Brees versus Tom Brady again this week because I just know that it's a matchup with Brady against and it's a battle of you know our our generation's greats you know at least yeah so Tom won against Drew and I don't know how many matchups they have but you know what I think how many. No, Tom, Tom and Drew. Tom and Drew. Uh, Brady's three and five against Drew Brees. So Brady's three and five. For his career. And, and after that? Yes, for this career. Yeah, so, that. okay. So they've played uh, 11 times. But that makes sense because they were both in the AFC for for the beginning of Drew's career. With the, um yeah, with the uh, Chargers. With the Chargers. And they both played in the big so I don't know if they yep Purdue they, they, they did play there as up. well they have went head head there as well yep okay but the interesting thing is I, I I didn't know that stat but why I wanted to know is because I looked up Aaron Rodgers versus uh Tom Brady they've only played each other three times I didn't know I that. can't believe that and and Brady is two and one in those games because <clears throat> it's always been AFC and NFC Mm-hmm. And I guess for some reason they just you know they never really scheduled many uh, you know out of out of conference games against each other, and Brady's two and one, but Rodgers has a chance to to tie that record. Mm-hmm. So, and he's sitting as the one seed. Mm-hmm. So it looks like you know he would, but again, this is going to be another cold weather game in Lambeau, and. Brady it has some classic uh, cold weather games. Like I think of the Vinatieri field goal for the for New England against the Raiders. I think and you can't even like you can't see the markings on the field. 
um, I think that was like one of their first Super Bowls, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Brady definitely being up in New England knows how to play in the cold. Yeah, he's been in uh, been in Tampa, but let's see. And Gronk definitely knows too. Yeah. And, and, and Brown. Yeah, Brown played with Pittsburgh. Yeah, but Brown, I think – I think he was marked out earlier today. Um, no way. Yeah, he's he's out for the game. So, wow. Yeah, he with with what? I think in the injury, he hurt his knee early in the second half, and he I don't think he was out too much after that in the game. So, um, well, yeah, he's he, been looking good for them, and he has been. He he's been. I think he has so the most receptions hurts. in the last like five weeks or something along those lines. He's really been a nice security blanket for him. Brady and him are really developing a nice chemistry, but that's going to be another piece that's out. But they still have Godwin, Scotty Miller. Mike Evans, Gronk, um, Bray. Well, so that's the thing. Yeah, so that's the thing. Matt I was gonna Jones. say Aaron Rodgers. I was gonna say that I still uh, see Brady winning this game, but honestly, hearing that Antonio Brown is out, I know it's Antonio Brown, but he has been a nice addition to this offense. Mm-hmm. So having that third guy as like the speed man who can line up in the slot or whatever, or just, you know, you, you do a bubble screen for him every now and then yeah. he gets you 10 yards, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's helpful. So I think that that kind of changes things because Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams, I give them the check mark there mm-hmm. over Brady and Mike Evans, Evans, who has a little banged up knee still. It's not perfectly yes. healed. He's played well, but he doesn't have a it's not he's not healed from that fully because he banged up his knee week seventeen. Yes. But the next two the your wide receiver two and wide receiver three, uh Brady <clears throat> wins that for me. I yeah. mean because it, it would be uh Godwin and Brown. And mm-hmm. I mean those guys are those those three were all top 10 wide receivers in the same season at one point, I think. And then well, you have, no, 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 because Godwin had a big year last year. Yeah, but Brown. then you also have Gronk, too, which is another weapon. And then but. you have Gronk, but, so that's the thing. I was going to say, Tanya, I think, is almost like the young version of Gronk to Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. um, as Gronk was to Brady. So I think that those two are kind of equivalent. I would give the Bucks definitely the nod because they have like Cameron Bray and they have Gronk and uh, if they had Howard, uh, it would be helpful. But now it's kind of like I only I see it as Aaron Rodgers has a better running back in Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. He has um, a better wide receiver one in Devonte Adams. He has an equally. Um, just a good chemistry with his tight end, which is important. Yep. Um, and yeah, so in a decent defense. So yeah. that in Aaron Rodgers is having an MVP year. So I think that Green Bay is going to win now, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not saying that Antonio Brown is the tipping point, but he kind of is because now it goes from Brady having Brady and then the three wide receivers and Gronk that kind of like. That Brady and three top wide receivers outweighs uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanyan and Gronk are a wash. Now, 
now that Brady just has Godwin and Evans, and we saw the earlier season mm. struggles to find that chemistry. Mm. I mean, now he definitely has it with Evans, but Godwin is kind of like hit or miss. He's had some big games recently, but he he is a little touchy. You don't know who's going to touch the ball, and that's the thing about Antonio Brown being in there is that having that that extra weapon just made it so much easier to open that field up. Mm. Now, Brady is a winner, and Bruce Arians is a gambler. So uh, I think that the Bucks could very well still win this game. I'm just saying. Yep. Packers. So I'm going to start with the weapons, and I'm going to start with um, the Packers because I believe they're going to win, and I just think that they're going to they're able to do it in a multitude of ways. So to start, I'm going to start with the receivers. The last three games, Rodgers has had a different leading receivers in terms of receiving yards um, with Aaron Jones leading the way against the Lions, Devontae Adams leading the, the way against the Vikings, and um, Alan Lazard leading the way against the Packers, or against the, yeah. um, the Rams. Yeah, having Lazard so, back is big. So having those, you know, he, he's doing it with different receivers the last three weeks that have led the way in receiving yards. So that's significant there, in my opinion. It's not just one guy beating you consistently. I didn't realize that, you yeah. know? So it's not like just Devontae Adams consistently beating you. It's number two, the uh, the Rams. They had the second-best rush defense in terms of yards per game, and I think they had the best points-per-game defense of the of over the overall season. That's how they were able to beat Russell Wilson and the Seahawks up in Seattle the week before. They rushed for 188 yards, um, against the Packers rushed for 188 yards against the Rams. Now, Aaron Donald was a little banged up there, but he still played. He still had somewhat of an impact, but um, Rodgers wasn't sacked. He had uh, minus three rushing yards. Majority of and, and those were because of kneel downs, but he had, they had rushed um, for 36 carries, 188 yards, 5.2 yards a carry, and that's including Rodgers' three kneel downs. So that's something else to think about there. They're able to run the ball against the best defense, in football, our third best defense in football, and they have 32 point. They scored 32 points against them when the Rams were only letting up, I believe it was 18, 18.9. So 19 yard, uh, 19 points a game. So they were able to really dominate wow. there. They're really on fire right now. I think Aaron Rodgers is the MVP and he's deserving it this year. I think he's a hot quarterback. Stole it with a team that's somewhat similar, like you talked about. Antonio Brown's out. It's not like they're over overwhelming. Uh, with weapons, like I mentioned, you have three uh, three receiving weapons that have carried the team the last three weeks. Plus, you have the rushing attack now. It's a really balanced offense. And Matt LaFleur, I give the coaching edge to over Bruce Arians with the gambling competitive LaFleur going, I think he was 14-2 and last year, 13-3 and as well. So I really ah. just have the feeling that they're going to pull this out. I'm not sure by how many, but I'm really looking forward to the game itself. I think the Packers are going to win. And I really see a Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl, which makes sense because out of the last six years, the two teams that have reached the Super Bowl have had a first-round bye. Both those teams are the one seed, which means they're the best in their conference. But also that bye really gives them time to rest up this late in the season and really um, gain you know, you know, some time to watch film, heal your body up, and feel a lot more fresh going into um, the playoffs. Well, if that's the case, Adam, then there's only, there's, regardless of the outcome, there's only one winner in the Super Bowl if it's uh, Chiefs Packers. You know who that is? Is it the fans? No. Yeah, the fans win. But you know who wins bigger? Who's that? Safe Auto. Oh, I mean, you State Farm. State Farm. 
State Farm. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That that's a huge winner. That is a huge winner. <laughs> State Farm would love that. Yes. Yeah, because yes. they're. I feel like they're kind of trying to do that little passing of the torch. I think right they now, are. Where I, it's like they're they're making it cool. Where it's like, hey, Aaron's Aaron's cool with uh with Pat, yep. but LeBron wasn't cool with Curry. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But and they're. Too, I, I like it. I like it as well. And I just have one more little uh, snippet. Um, you know, of the four quarterbacks in the playoffs, um, yes. rating off pro football focus, you have yep. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, then you have yep. Patrick Mahomes, and then Josh Allen. So, I mean, if you look and at what, the total year. What was uh, Watson's record, Adam? Did they win four or five? Four or five. Games. Watson, I think they won four. I think they won four games. But so he he is the only quarterback out of those four, out of the top four based on PFF ratings. Yeah. Who they? I mean, they they consider more than just like your normal stats. They consider what coverage was. They break it? down was film. They break down. They watch not? every play and they say, hey, they're rating him off of all the plays, yeah. not just stats. They're rating him off the plays. How do they do? How do they do? Like reads, um, right. everything like that. Deshaun Watson was third. But, um, he was third, and he out of those four, though, yeah, he's the only one who's not uh, one of the four teams left. In one the- of the four quarterbacks playing, yes, and he is the only one who I, I heard this from like the PFF guys that he's the only one to uh, to not have a game below like a specific threshold. Yeah. So they have like a threshold, I think, out of a hundred or something, mm-hmm. and I think he was the only one out of those four quarterbacks who didn't score. Uh, no, oh, there were two. Well, I, I, what I heard was in terms of quarterback rating, um, Rodgers was the like in terms of like in losses quarterback rating, he was second best compared uh, to Aaron Rodgers. So, okay, like, Aaron so Rogers what had, I was gonna say though, Adam, is that there's a threshold. Okay, that there, you know, say sixty five is the rating yeah um they were saying that he's the only quarterback to not have any game this entire season out 16 games to have a game that under 65 which is like your average quarterback rating yeah so he had no quote-unquote bad games based on their uh, their objective and somewhat subjective Mm -hmm. uh ratings based on is this a good pass or you know, was this a risky play, even though they caught it? Or was this yeah. more the receiver catching it? Whatever. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a good guy, man. He is mm-hmm. a good guy. I mean, you've talked about the good stories about him, like, you know, helping out the, like, donating during Christmas, like, big donations to uh, the, like, the crew at the stadium, right? Like, mm-hmm. the concession people. Um but he has he has a lot of good stories like that. So, yeah, I, I think that's a good one to end on. And the other thing that that's similar to that is, remember how we were talking about uh, the three uh, AFC North teams that were in this? Mm-hmm. Where are they now? All there were three, three out of the eight games had AFC North teams in them. Yeah. And they lost all three of those games. Yep. That's sad. Yep. Well, not no, 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 not three out of the eight, but three out of the eight that started in the AFC. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. But 
Yep. So that's that. So with that, um, we both have the Chiefs Packers meeting in the Super Bowl. It should be a great State Farm matchup. Um, we're really looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think two of the best quarterbacks, I think, um, in my opinion, two, the two best quarterbacks of the year. And I really just want to see, you know, them both get healed up after a bye week and then just really go at it with each other. So um, with that, thank you for listening in and uh, enjoy the games tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, Adam, I do want to point that out, though. There is only six teams, right? Seven teams made the playoffs, but six Seven. teams played in the first round, yes. Gotcha. So three of the six, okay. so half of them in the um, wild card round. So, yeah, yep. sorry. That was all right. the top of my head. It's all right. All right. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you for tuning in. Have a Enjoy good the weekend. Dude, I honestly.